everyone. Uh, we're here with a special edition of Tech Raptor podcast. Uh, we're here with our special guest, performance capture actress Danielle Bisuti. Hello, Danielle. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, <laughs> and of course, I'm Robert, your features editor at Tech Raptor, and Andrew is over there, our editor in chief. Um, if you don't know, she plays Freya in a little-known game called God of War and God of War Ragnarok. Um, I'm sure many of you are probably playing through the game right now, and we thought it's very exciting to have uh, Freya here with us. So thank you so much, Danielle, for joining us here today. Well, thank you so much for reaching out. We've been kind of in communication here for a few months and just wanted to wait for the game to come out so I could actually yeah. speak to my experience and not have there be many spoilers um, mm -hmm. and right. also not have Sony angry. If I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I understand. I mean, it's just so much goes into these games and, oh, yeah. I, and the fans yeah. are so protective. They really want to be surprised. And I appreciate that yeah. because I, I don't even watch like the preview for like The Walking Dead, right? They're like, here's clips uh, from yeah. the next episode. I just leave. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't yeah. want to know. Yeah. I want to be surprised. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's good that we can set ground rules here for us and the audience too. We don't plan on spoiling it. We're not going to ask you like, what's the ending or whatever. Yeah. Of course, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not the goal for this. Um, so I'm curious, we're right now, how many days out from the release? About five days or so? How is it, how has it been since the release? Sunday. How's the yeah, reception? Yeah, this will be the yeah. fifth day. Oh, it's been incredible. Um, yeah. Ooh, I, it, it's, it, and Chris and I were talking about this and Corey in the first game, it felt like a, just a tidal wave that we were just trying to surf and navigate. And you just, it's so, there's so much joy knowing and so much gratitude knowing that the game is touching so many lives out there and it's really satisfying the gamers. Obviously the first big left turn in the last game in 2018 was somewhat of a surprise, right? Because all of a sudden they gave Kratos the sun and he had changed yeah. everything. Right. But the legacy of that, to have to stand on the shoulders of that and then and then top it and then satisfy on every level was a huge it was like it was like a it was a Herculean effort, but it was like and I think that there was a lot of nervousness of like, oh God, like what if we're not what if we don't surpass it? And we did per the critics, per the, per the yeah. fans. So it's, um, we're very happy, elated. That's great. <laughs> very cool. Andrew, do you wanna oh, take yeah, that I was next? curious. I was uh, reading about you talking about when you first started doing Freight in 2018 for God of War. And you mentioned that you did a bunch of research into Norse mythology, because obviously Freya is a huge figure in Norse mythology and involved in a ton of different tales with a bunch of people. And I was wondering, so I'm guessing you probably didn't have to do as much of that this time. You had a little bit of the ground, you know, um, foundation done for that. So what was it like preparing for Ragnarok? It's so funny. So do you remember when Thor in the Thor Marvel movies Ragnarok came out? Mm -hmm. I had no idea what it meant. I was oh, like, Ragnarok, okay. that's such a weird word. What's Ragnarok, <laughs> you know? And, and, but I'm, I'm obsessed. I love Kate Blanchett and her right. character Hela was so fascinating. I was like, mm. what's happening? So that was my first introduction to Ragnarok. And then, of course, my true, like, deep dive into Norse mythology. Yeah, I'm a very studious person. I'm I'm, I, I'm like a copious note taker and I'm very detail oriented. It, it helps me lay that foundation so that the um, spirit of the character or the artistry can just kind of flow through. But I have to know what, what the um, the groundwork is, right? What the, what the structure, what the structure is. 
I did a ton more research because obviously there was a lot more to the story. And one of the foundational um, manuscripts is the Poetic Edda, which was what um, Matt Sophos and Rich Gobert and Corey Barlog all encouraged me to read. However, very dense and confusing because I'm <laughs> sure you know this because like one text will say Freya with the Y and then one with the J and sometimes she's Frigg and then they took yeah. the you know artistic license to make that the nickname that Odin called her. And that's Ooh. that's the whole thing is like this is these are the foundational manuscripts. You read it, you get the foundation, but then at the end of the day, I'm actually reading what Matt rich and yeah. Corey and the whole team, the writing team at Santa Monica studios has, has laid out for me, but, um, being that little scientist nerdy, you know, researcher, yeah. I, I did enjoy it. Well, that's great to hear. Yeah. And I think based on, you know, we, we've all seen the ending of 2018 and at least in the very beginning, we see a very different Freya compared, you know, she's very, she's emotionally spiritually in a very different, perhaps angry place. So I'm curious, what was it like embodying that chapter in Freya's life? Did it feel strange, different, angry? Uh, and you're referring to the beginning of Ragnarok yeah, right now? Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it's, that was the looming question mark, wasn't it? Everybody was like, Ooh, we don't know what Freya we're going to get, but the, <laughs> that speech basically where I condemn him to, uh, the vilest filth in hell would, would sort of be a bit of a promise, wouldn't it? That in this next game, we would have to have a reckoning between us. Um, it felt really right. It felt really responsible of the writers that they allowed Freya to basically, wreak havoc from all the grief that she felt and the anger. And also at that point in the story, she's really not ready to take responsibility for her actions, which I think is probably the most powerful message in the game is that, yeah, there's prophecy, but what's our hand in that prophecy? Mm -hmm. What choices did yeah. we make that actually the Norns, let's say, could foresee? And in that moment, when Kratos and Freya realize, oh, wow, my actions actually had a consequence. Mm -hmm. That to me is like, I get chills every time. I, I never forget when I read it. I was like in tears to Matt, Eric, and to Rich. And I was like, you guys are writing almost like a pathway for responsible living for like every yeah. gamer. They just want to yeah. be hacking off monsters' heads yeah. and yeah. you're giving them like the foundational way of like being a good human being in the world, which is actually taking responsibility for your actions. And I, I was blown away. So mm -hmm. it felt right to start off angry and rageful and guttural when I scream Kratos. I almost lost my voice that day because I had mm. so I was waiting for that moment. I had so much for Freya, for Freya's story. Yeah. I'm very um, I wouldn't say def well, maybe a little defensive for my character, but I'm, I'm an advocate for my character. Right. I, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to give her every color of expression, unadulterated, like unfettered, you know, just and I think it came through. Yeah, it's amazing. And I, I have to say, I agree, especially seeing, uh, you know, some of your later scenes, not to spoil anything, of course, but I think you do a fantastic job of just embodying the character and you just see Freya come to life on screen, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. They gave yeah. me a lot to work with. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Andrew, do you want to take a next question? Well, saying so, um, when you're in that state with Freya and kind of where she begins in Ragnarok, 
um there's a, a common theme in a lot of games and i guess a lot of media is that cycle of vengeance and violence and how it's it's not the best usually i was wondering did you see when you were preparing for freya and getting and doing your research did you see the similarities that freya's path was of where kratos had been coming because the crack you said it was such a big change in 2018 where we saw kratos from what we're used to it's kind of like you're in that beginning part of of kratos i was wondering if that daunting uh you realize that when you were preparing yeah i think so i think that they they're they're, they're masters at crafting the weaving these stories together aren't they and so yeah. where someone that's your greatest enemy when you realize the commonalities that you have with that person right like mm -hmm. like one biblical thing that is like um before pulling the speck out of your brother's eye pull the log out of your own that always stuck with me because it's mm -hmm. like you know or, or you know you point the finger there's three pointing back at you yeah. in what ways is so easy to judge, right? And then project. Yeah. And then <laughs> they both get their, you know, what's handed to them with the oh, Norns. Yeah. Like that scene still blows my mind. But yeah, I felt like there was absolute symmetry and it made sense that there was this like love hate between them. Mm -hmm. And it was really beautiful when, when they're, when I think that they kind of became a united front in their journey. Um, both parents, both s suffered great loss. Um, and that they would be able to uh, tread th this road together, I thought was pretty uh, powerful. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, just... Almost like the almost like the masculine and feminine of of the other, right? Like, mm. like almost the, oh, the negative man. of the other. I, I I like how you pointed that out. Like, I felt she she absolutely um, went through a very similar journey as Kratos, and then they realized, yeah. oh well, maybe we should be friends. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, it was just one of those things hard not to notice when you mentioned you. Know, people just want to go through it and chop people to pieces but we and we while we were preparing for this we were talking about our, our favorite moments of like god of war are those exact moments those character moments of those those happening together those people colliding it with the emotions or whatever events are happening right um i love hearing that yeah, yeah and, and it's also the best and it's also fun to chop off heads with the well, uh, sure. the blades yeah. of chaos or the leviathan. I mean, the leviathan's yeah. so cool. It's like this right. fun, like yeah. Thor, like you know, was it Molnir? How do you pronounce that Molnir? Like I love yeah. how it's just Mjolnir. You guys yeah. do it better than I do. Um, and it just comes back in his hand. That's got to feel yeah. so gratifying. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think that the 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 pathway that that was laid in 2018 was that now people are so invested in these journeys, in these mm -hmm. characters' journeys. Yeah, like yeah. even though they're gods, the story is very human. Right? Oh, yeah. they, they humanized gods. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And actually on that, I'm curious that because you guys do performance capture, right? This isn't just <laughs> sitting in a booth separate from each other. You're on a on a stage in a way working with the other actors. So when we see you and Kratos or Freya and Kratos interacting in the game, you know, Kratos is this huge, intimidating man. Like you wouldn't <laughs> want to be in an elevator with him. Is that, is that what it's like working with Chris Judge? What, what, what is it like working with Chris Judge? <laughs> What's it like working with Chris Judge? It's, yeah. it's, it, it, well, it's a lot of things. Yeah. The pervasive feeling is just total reverence, respect. Um, and, uh, there's an intimacy there because I think there's so much care 
that he has devoted his life and his whole, like all of his faculties into Kratos. He cares so much about this game, so much about the characters, so much of who he's been as a father that he's been able to channel in so mm. much of my personal life with some of the losses that I've gone through while this game was happening. Like mm. the way that the, it, it lined up, the symmetry of everything was, it was, was very mystical. It was like, I mean, even this game, it, just some of the growth that, you know, that I've just personally gone through as a human being that I was able to go, oh my God, I actually have an opportunity to channel some of that through this character. I think Chris has felt similar. So this not, it's been nothing but respectful and supportive. I mean, he, I could, I could easily call him one of my closest friends because he is. And, uh, you know, he's also a big nerd and he's like, he's a dude <laughs> and he's gross. He'll like, he'll, you know, there's gross, he'll say like gross, you know, whatever. I mean, like there's that, you know, yeah. right. And so you're just like, Oh God, Chris. But, um, no, but every time it was cameras on stepping into the volume, it was like a sanctuary of reverence. Mm -hmm. Everybody, when we stepped in there, it was, we, we knew how important it was to do justice to the story and characters and even everyone around it, you know, on the technical side, on the other side of the glass, you know, when they were sitting, you know, with their little faders and it was just like, there was a still point that would happen when we did these scenes. And Chris was a major leader in, in, in creating that environment. Mm, that's amazing. That's kind of how I imagine it too, that a man of his stature, of his, of that character too, that it's nice to know that he kind of backs that up, right. With that amount of reverence and love for the character that I think a lot of people have. Right. Yeah. And I'd love to be in an elevator with him, especially if he was my bodyguard. Well, <laughs> well yeah. I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah. I, I don't mean to insult <laughs> Mr. Judge. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> I don't mean to insult Mr. Judge. I, I'm talking about Kratos. I feel like you get in an elevator and you see a dude with a big axe and two yeah. blades on his back. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll take the next one. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> Andrew, do you want to go ahead? Um, yeah, we were wondering, um, we never, we don't get an opportunity to ask many people this question, but we were wondering how it felt to be in what was the game of the year for a lot of people. So we're talking about 2018, obviously Ragnarok's got a shot, but 2018 won the Game Awards, which is our, basically the Oscars equivalent, I guess, yeah. of gaming and a bunch of other outlets. So did that, what was that like? I think it was 189 game of the year type wins it was insane i didn't realize how many award shows there were for video games i was like this yeah. it's almost like it's like it's like jewish holidays there's like at least five per month i'm like yeah. this is what it felt like christmas morning every day i'm like oh yeah. another one oh another one i keep going back to the word gratitude because you know sometimes you see like a certain movie that wins the um like independent spirit or like it'll win the um the Oscar, but it also wins the Golden Globe, and yeah. and it's it's it, it, it's it, across the board. It just kind of like will dominate because of the brilliance, because of the emotional content resonating in the zeitgeist. Like yeah. it felt, I felt so lucky, you know, because I've I've done a few projects. Like all of us have done a lot of projects. So lucky to experience what that, I call it like a tidal wave. It was like riding this wave. And I was mm -hmm. like, and I remember Chris and Corey and I, we were like in, in the lounge, I think at Delta. And we were like, well, this might be the, the first and last time this ever happens in our mm. lives. And at least we have this and we're so grateful. 
we don't know if it'll ever happen again. Yeah. So let's just yeah. make the most of it. And then to know that we might have another opportunity with with Ragnarok. And and not just because, oh, you know, we, we want to dominate all the stages, but because it worked. Mm. Because we did it right. Yeah. And and there were so many there were so many chances to, I think, maybe screw it up, make a turn that didn't work. Um and so many lives that that committed so much of their time and energy and creativity and and, and emotion that yeah it's super gratifying and i and i hope and i hope it gets re the recognition it deserves you know yeah. um because it is excellent yeah i mean a lot of people's blood sweat and tears went into this right and it's yeah. it's definitely coming to show i mean if anything the review scores alone will let you know and yeah. i'm sure people will still be talking about this game weeks and weeks from now yeah. right as people uncover more and more of it uh -huh. i read somewhere they called it the game of a generation yeah. i thought High that praise. was yeah. really powerful like it it's and i call it like a movement because the emotion like the emotional response and like just people dressing up like kratos or naming their dog Kratos, yeah. like naming yeah. their daughters freya it is yeah. not it's it's like in it's in our lives at this particular moment in history it has touched all of our lives and so mm -hmm. there's like a sense of family that happens yeah. which makes it even more special right you know? yeah i agree that makes you wonder if like because of how big god of war got i was talking with with rob before how it almost feels like when a big game like this comes out it gets a fandom like star wars just sprouts out of nowhere it gets its own little group of people are you ready to be known as freya forever oh yeah sure why not <laughs> i would have loved to have been princess leia i wanted well, to be yeah, her no growing kidding, yeah. up you know i have my little slave leia on the wall and i have my like leia from episode four with the buns obviously and course. just of course wanted to like yeah you know, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll ride this horse all the way to the very, very cool. end. Yeah. Um, however, they want to continue me in the franchise. It's, I'll give, I, I will give everything I gave and more and forever because that's, as I love her. Mm -hmm. I love her so much and I love the story and I love everybody at Sony Santa, Santa Monica Studios. Um, yeah. Just they are such great people. I, I don't want to cry. I'm going to I'm going to try to hold back. But I'm serious when I tell you, you know, because again, like you do a lot of projects and you don't always. It's one thing to be on a winter stage. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to be on a winter stage with people that you just love and yeah. you respect. I'm... And you're like, gosh, God smiled on me today. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm sure the people at Sony Santa Monica are feeling the love as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a little too much. I, I love like Freya. I love like Freya. Like uh, take it back a few notches. It's a lot of a lot of information coming at me. <laughs> um, so as far as I understand, this is God of War was one of your first roles in video games, but you've done a lot of acting yeah. outside of it. So mm -hmm. I noticed since God of War 2018, you've done other things. Like I think you were uh, in Disney yeah. Dreamlight Valley, you were yeah. in Madden uh, Madden 21. So yeah. is, is video games something that's kind of more on your radar now as an actress that you want to sure. keep doing more? Sure. Yeah. I mean, let's go. Like who who wants who wants to hire me? I'm like ready for more. Um, <laughs> We can use this yeah. as your resume. I, yeah, like, it's, it's not a bad resume, uh, God of War. But no, I um, yeah, right, right around the time of um, so it was God of War, and then, and then yes, uh, there was Madden, and that was really really cool to be a part of that. Most of my scenes were so crazy that they got literally like whittled, whittled, whittled down, mm. um, which I was a little bummed about, only because I thought 
that the character I played kind of added a little bit of, you know, just some humor and a little bit of humanity. But I think that the Madden franchise is a little bit, it like knew, it knew its lane and it wanted yeah. to stay in that lane. Yeah. Um, but to be a part of that legacy of a video game was also like a huge honor. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And then what was so interesting about Dreamlight Valley is because I did not know that they were going to give me that credit. Oh, really? Yeah, because I will double the voice of Elsa on occasion. Oh, and okay. it, it was never something that I was really able to talk about because the idea mm. is to mimic it in a way where it's it feels like Idina and it yeah. sounds like Idina, who I have the utmost like obvious respect for. Oh my goodness gracious, she's incredible. So when oh my God, Freya Freya is also uh, Elsa in this video game. I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to get fired. Disney's going to come and find me. They're going to burn my house down. No, I'm just teasing. Uh, I was, but I was nervous. I was like, who told you? And she's like, no, they gave you a credit. And I was like, that was so nice of them. Yeah. I really yeah. liked that. I didn't even know that uh, you doubled as, no. as Elsa. That's amazing. Yeah. Right. You did a very good job. We no idea. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was I, sure. I, to play one. To, then both of them wield magic in their own way. It's been yeah. uh, a witchy experience, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Andrew, do you want to take the next one? Oh, uh, we are curious. Uh, have you had a chance to play God of War? Do you play games much at all? So this is this is my albatross. This is my Achilles yeah. heel. I want to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am really good with the joystick. People know this because I am a child of the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. So I'm great at Miss Pac-Man. Hey. I'm really great. I'm fun in an arcade. Mm -hmm. And I was there for the first Mario Brothers, which obviously is like, Ooh. oh, my God, Mario. Like, all my <laughs> nephews are obsessed. Whenever I tell yeah. them bedtime stories, all they want me to tell them is, like, a mashup between Star Wars and Mario. So mm -hmm. we create this, like, alternate universe where, like, they all coexist. It's really cute. <laughs> but I remember those old controllers, and I was actually quite good at them. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do with the new controller yeah, at sure. all, but I want to learn. So I'm just putting really? out there in the next couple of weeks, there might be a little instructional video oh, teaching okay. Freya how to play her own game. I think that could be kind of fun Very cool. or incredibly boring, incredibly <laughs> hey. boring, but come to laugh. That's what I would no. say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I bet that'd I think, be a lot of fun. Yeah. I think that's a similar experience because I had, um, my dad's a very big sports guy and we have a relative who's getting into sports stuff and he's like man i haven't played a game since the 90s or whatever and handing him a control he's like i don't know what the hell to do with this. yeah no idea <laughs> x x y b a one two uh, side things oh i mm -hmm. don't know and i'd say god war is kind of complicated for like to just jump, jump into. right in yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I actually had um, Mila over at um, Santa Monica Studios. Now she does the accessibility, which is really great. Mm. So yeah. that people, even if someone has a handicap that they're dealing with currently in their life, can play the game, which is yeah. incredible. I said, I have a big handicap. It's called <laughs> not at all knowing what to do yeah. with it. So I said, can you help people like me who were just a little bit on the sad, pathetic end of the spectrum? And he was like, yeah, I, absolutely. We can help you learn how to play the game. So I'm just saying there may be a video coming out soon. It could be fun. I yeah. want to. I really I want the experience. Yeah. I'm jealous of like 
the experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's something that a lot of people should experience, even if they haven't, like, even if people are like you who don't play many games, right? It's a story that I think transcends beyond just, you know, being locked quote mm-hmm. unquote behind like this, this gameplay, right? Like yeah. there's a story there that I think is very relevant to a lot of people. Like everyone is a child of someone. Everyone could eventually become a parent of someone, right? Like being on both yeah. sides of that spectrum. I think it's a very relatable story. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, th- you, you are either the child or you're the parent and sometimes you've been both. Yeah. You're yeah. Uh, you're hundred percent right. And, uh, wow. I, I just, every time I see Corey, I just like, I just look at him and I go, great job. Like <laughs> congratulations because he had a conviction mm-hmm. to like, to like stir things up and like go against again, like just kind of like I, I bring up the Madden thing, right? Because they could have allowed for a different direction, but they're like, no, let's stay on this brand. Well, that yeah. could have absolutely happened over at Sony. Like, Hey, you know what? They don't want Kratos to shed a tear. This guy is supposed to be <laughs> smashing stuff and going yeah. in the harem and betting all these women. And I, I'll never forget <laughs> the first time I saw some of that footage. I was oh. like, what is happening in this game? Yeah. This is a totally different guy. Very this is different guy. No, I have a major crush on Kratos. Like uh, I have a major. I love the beer. I love him when he gets grumpy. He's funny. He's funny yeah. when he does. Yeah. This is funny without being funny, you know? Like he, he's, he's funny to laugh yes. at, right? He's funny yeah. to laugh at. And it's yeah, funny yeah. when like Brock will make fun of him or Mimir, you know, and mm-hmm. it's fun. Just love Yeah. I'm curious. So you said you haven't played many video games since your arcade days, but during your career, I guess, how have you viewed video games as someone who was previously like an industry outsider and now you're kind of on the inside or like you've worked on games, you've worked with people who do games, like has your view on the medium changed over time? Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, look, I, I personally am not a fan of just violence for violence, period. Mm -hmm. I don't care what, I don't care what medium I'm in. I don't care if it's television, film, uh, or video game. I, I don't, there's, unless it's grounded in something justified between for the characters, for the world, but anything that, that borders into gratuitous, I, I just personally, as an audience member, I kind of tune out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I feel like you're using a gimmick. You're trying to shock me or uh, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are probably some video games that probably I'll never play because, um, the violence for me, for me, it doesn't do it for me. I love fantasy. I love lore. I love sci-fi and you will find in all of those genres, psychological thriller, there is violence. I mean, mm-hmm. and then like, I, I love horror. I'm like a Stephen King in that zone. Kind of, I don't like the tacking off the body parts so much. Um, but yeah, I, what a great medium and why mm-hmm. it's so effective is because of the immersive quality, right? Because the gamer becomes the hero, right. the, the, the anti-hero. And you are navigating. So all of your emotional like faculties are like in it and you're like living it and breathing it. I don't think there's anything else more seductive or more effective than that. And, and the opportunity that a lot of games have now, I think by some of the games like God of War, um, you know, The Last of Us is another one that I think of that, that had a really beautiful story, um, yeah. uh, Uncharted. You know, they're, 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 um, Naughty Dog does great stuff, right? Yes, I love do. Naughty Dog. I'm like, Naughty Dog, I want 
and what a great opportunity to continue to tell great stories and you can have the violence and the romance and all of it. You can have all of the monsters that you want, but like when you ground it in characters that you care about, this is the winning recipe every single time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what medium you're on. And I think video games is probably the most powerful, powerful of all of all. I really do. Yeah. yeah now I, I do. So. Now I know you're right. I'm yeah. on the inside now. Mm. Yeah, because I think once you're in there and you're feeling the emotion, like it's not just you're watching characters on the screen feel the emotion, but you embody that character in some way, you know? I think that really helps you connect. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Andrew, do you want to take this? So, in in that similar vein, like you have obviously great character scenes between you and Kratos talking about whatever, having a moment. But then there's also those moments where you're just. running through a part, certain part of the game and you as a, as a character are there to assist the player in some fashion. Yes. So you're like, hey, go look at that thing over yes. there or whatever it is. So it's, how different is it reading, uh, you know, voicing that versus you know acting out another like emotionally charged scene? Oh, it's, I'm really glad you asked me that question. It was, that's the most challenging for me. Mm-hmm. I am so okay. much because I'm, 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 you know, I'm a, a child of the theater, right? And I, I mm. Chris always makes fun of me because he calls me master thespian and he, and he <laughs> likes to tease me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a thespian. Yeah. Yeah. I studied yeah. the theater. Sorry. Take pride in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he likes to tease me about that. Um, so, right. So when we're in the volume, mm-hmm. we're, it's like black box theater, right? Like very minimal. Okay. Cause we're in the mocap suit. We're acting out the scene and it's a living, breathing organism. I mean, there's, you know, Dory or Tater Tot this time around, you know, with the no cut camera and we're all this living, breathing organism inside the moment, the magic of the moment being captured. That is incredible. And I can do that all day, every day, 365, right? But when it comes to Raider on the left, Raider on the right, (laughs) you know, like I was like, I suck. Don't fire me. And, um, I was re we, you know, we, we had a lot of, uh, we had a lot of help with that. Margaret, uh, was one of the directors on that. And she really helped me find that warrior spirit of Freya in those moments where I'm sort of either protecting him or barking orders, you know, and, um, because that didn't come naturally for me. So that was the most strain on me sort of emotionally and mentally, but also a little bit like vocally wise, because it's a lot of like, you know, the, the world is ending type (laughs) shouting that needed to be grounded. And then it was like, I was like, how many monsters do I have on the left and the right? I'm like, what (laughs) are we done? Um, but once I found that stride and Margaret helped me out with that a lot, um, if it, I feel like now that was like almost like a schooling for me so that if mm. I were to step into another game, I would, Oh yeah, I, I know how to do this now. It was just a little yeah. outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. It's definitely a different set of talents, right? Versus between yeah. acting out something for the character versus acting out something really in service for the player, right? That, that's what yeah. those lines are right. for. It's to help right. the player do the game. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and as you said, I became a, a companion character, which was so cool. I was so happy yeah. they did that. And I felt like, yeah. of course, the female gamers will really love that. And I was hoping that also, you know, the male game, like 
the, the men, the boys, like, you know, that they would really see Freya in a new light. And per the response and the feedback I've been getting on my Twitter feed, I think that they have. And I think yeah, cool. they're really appreciating her journey and all the different emotions that she's feeling and the fact that she can wield double swords and, you know, she can be right there in the middle of combat, but she's also quiet at the fireplace you know or at the fire pit yeah. with um with atreus and you know and she's pulling out roots and weeping and breaking old patterns and old spells and they seem to really embrace all of her feminine attributes and all of her you know masculine attributes obviously as yeah. humans we have both in us you know yeah. so it's been really cool it's been rewarding yeah i feel like overall that we, we see a really good character arc with her you know that's mm -hmm. fascinating to see I'm so, so, so lucky because they wrote her that way. They gave her such a fulfilling arc. And uh, look at, you can only say what's on the page, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and this is not the kind of format where you do a lot of improv, by the way. Mm -hmm. Everything is very technical. You know, I, I maybe I had an idea on how to say something or something wasn't quite coming out of my mouth. But being that sort of meticulous actor that I am, I wanted to say the words the way they wrote it. I wanted to mm -hmm. pronounce things properly in the Norse, uh, the Norse, yeah. <laughs> all the Norse yeah. words and all the, yeah. the different, like, like Svartalfheim to make sure I got that mm -hmm. F out there and, mm -hmm. you know, little things like that. So Svartalfheim, yeah. say that 10 times fast. Yeah. Actually on that, I'm curious. I know Freya says a lot of like the magical words to like open doors. Yeah. How hard was that? Um, some are easier than others. Mm. Um, like, you know, obviously Falky is a real fun one. That's super easy. It just turn, yeah. turns into the Falcon. Um, and some of them are a little more challenging than others. It's just, you know, it's like a, it's just a foreign tongue. But, you know, after mm. a while you start understanding the Norse alf alphabet and the um, phonetics and the pronunciation. And so it becomes a little yeah. bit easier for your mouth to spit the word out in the proper way to wrap your mouth around the way like it needs to sound the diphthongs and the consonants and like say their magic it's spelled mm -hmm. with a d mm -hmm. it's like an interesting d with like a little i think there's little dots over like it or like a, a thing over like a, yeah it's like a little accent uh, or something uh, yeah so the d is a like a th sound uh, say their yeah. rather than sager things like that interesting. yeah i'm still learning a lot i mean like it's it was, it, that that was fun. Matt Sophos, the uh, he's the direct. He's like the the head of writing at Santa Monica Studios. Would always really help me with that during our mm. sessions. So, right. Well, I think we only have time for one more question. Andrew, do you want to? Okay. Yeah, and and if you and if you all want, if you have like one or two or three more, we can go over just a touch if you like. Depending on if if I've satiated everything, like. I don't want to leave any like big question unanswered. I, I think sure. we've gone through I, all of our big ones. Yeah, but yeah, Andrew, if you have I, any. Oh, good. Um, we were wondering, what do you hope players learn from Freya's journey through Ragnarok? Because obviously she has, she starts somewhere, and I don't know where it ends yet, but it's going to be very different than where it started, I'm sure. <sighs> hmm. I think the best way to answer that question is I hope that they, a couple things, I hope they give them themselves permission to feel mm. their feelings. So there's a lot, you know, we have collectively gone through a lot in the last couple of years as, as, a, as a human, as humanity, right? Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of mental health 
issues. I think in part, people sometimes don't allow themselves just to feel the spectrum of what they're feeling or they can judge an emotion as being bad or wrong. Mm. Why am I sad? Why am I angry? These emotions are just energy that need to be expressed. They also in, are indicators. So maybe something's not aligned. Well, you meet Freya in the first seven minutes of the game and she's not aligned. <laughs> okay. <No. laughs> and, but she is playing out what she feels she's convicted by. Now, I'm not saying go out there and, you know, take a sword to somebody's neck. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I think through the course of her being truthful about how she was feeling and then with and curious about why this happened and through the course of Freya's journey, when she does have that moment of reckoning with herself. Wait a minute. I can't play the victim anymore. Mm. I can't play the victim of this prophecy that I actually had a hand in what happened to my son, what happened to Balder. I mean, that just cracks her heart wide open. It just breaks it into a million pieces. And I think in that moment, and even the moment when she's pulling on the roots, she realizes vengeance and revenge is not the answer. It never is. It feels, and maybe it feels good, right? But it's not, it's never going to give her that peace. What finally gives her the peace is taking responsibility, forgiveness, dare I say, forgiveness and choosing a new path. So she went through this beautiful arc to finally get to that place of like, peace yeah yeah that's some really mm -hmm. wise words i think and i hope that's a message that a lot of people kind of walk away with and yeah and they get through the game and see what what her story is like we all have an opportunity to heal and forgive sometimes someone in our life sometimes ourselves sometimes you have to cut people out of your life look at she mm -hmm. went ahead and realized she got to cut Odin out of her life. That guy's a narcissistic megalomaniac. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, this is not a story about stay with those people who mistreat you. Mm -hmm. Right. But then she had to understand, oh, wait, I chose into that. I made these choices. I'm not a victim mm -hmm. of this outcome. And if I don't want these outcomes, maybe I can garner some wisdom from this moment and make different choices. Right. Doesn't Kratos say we must choose better right we have to we have to make different choices yeah yeah he says like we must be better right choice yeah. to be better we must yeah. what is it choose to be better How, what is it exactly yeah. again i think it's don't be sorry be better is usually yeah, what yeah. He says. that's what it is yeah yeah oh and then but then when he has my son's neck we must be better oh yeah we must be better. yeah 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 yeah, that yeah yeah, and, there was, and there yeah. he was not being very better, but I got what he was trying to do. He was trying to break the cycle. And, and of course, it's the cause and effect. Mm -hmm. That right. action had an effect. And we start snowballing until we finally got to the point where there was mm -hmm. no one else to blame. There was only us ourselves to look at. And then we were able to, you know, you know, it's, the idea is forge a new path, forge a new right. path. <laughs> yeah, because it's almost like we see Freya kind of at rock bottom of mm -hmm. her life and then. How do you get out of that? 
right? And that's that's where we see her go on that journey for. And I think I you really bring it to life. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, You're just giving me the Excellent. chills. I was just thinking, like, I'm just so grateful that they wrote her. They gave, they did her justice. Yeah. So yeah. grateful. I agree. And we are so grateful that you spent the time to join us here today. Danielle, we really appreciate yes, it. Thank you, thank very you much. so much. Thank you yeah. guys. Yeah. This has been mm -hmm. so great. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I'm so happy we finally yeah. got to meet and we get to share this with everyone and continue making really great games that touch lives. Let's keep it, keep yeah. it going. Absolutely. Yeah. We hope so because the two so far have got, both got awards have been excellent. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, definitely more human than you would think them to be at first glance. Absolutely. Right? Particularly yes. if you only knew about the previous God of War game. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I, I took a little peek into that world and I was like, oh, wow. Oh, uh, I'm really yeah. glad I came in on this moment. <laughs> yeah, like, are you sure this is the right script? Is this the right yeah. game? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I had no idea even what game I was in until I was at the table read. I'm sure you oh, heard that oh. fun story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, I was in the, uh, it was 2014. <laughs> Um, I knew I was going to be part of an interactive video game. I still didn't really know 100% what that meant. I, I, I thought I, I, what I thought to myself was, oh, this will be like Avatar or, you know, like Gollum, mm. like the actor that yeah, does yeah. Gollum. Like, oh, okay, uh, that's going to be really cool. I've seen these outfits. I think I can do that. This just looks like theater in the round. And I was standing at, in, in, in Santa Monica um, in the like in the area before you go into the volume, into the stages. And there was, of course, like this beautiful oil painting of like Kratos. I think he was with the Blades of Chaos and it was very emotional. Right. And he was so tortured and I kept looking at it. And I was like, and I think Corey was like standing right by me and I kept looking at it and I was like, I think I know, I think I know the name of that game. Isn't that God of War? <laughs> and he was like, that's the game you just booked. That's the game that you're in. And I was wow. like, oh. <laughs> I felt so unprepared. I didn't even know it was Norse mythology. I didn't know it yeah. was Freya. I had no idea. And then I go in and I'm reading up against like Chris Judge and Robert Craighead and Alistair Duncan with his Scottish brogue and Adam Harrington. And I'm like, they're going to fire me. This is like, I don't know what is going on. But eventually um, I found her. It, yeah, it was uh, a little bit of a journey to find her, but I, in my defense, I had no idea what I was uh, walking into. Uh, you had to catch <laughs> up a little bit. And, and to be fair, I imagine at the time, there was a very select group of people that knew that God of War was going in a Nordic direction True. at all, right? So, They're yeah. very protective of their IP, which I respect 100,000%. Wow. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you again for giving yes, us the time. You. Yeah, we really Thanks, appreciate guys. it. And we hope yeah. you had fun, and we hope everyone here learned something today. Um, but thank you so much, Danielle. We appreciate it. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thank all you. right. Love everybody. Thank you all for loving the game the way you yep. do. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much.